His Last Letter Home by Quentin Roosevelt. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. July 11, 1918. There's lots doing in this sector. We lost another fellow from our squadron three days ago. However, you get lots of excitement to make up for it, and nearly every patrol we run into some of them. We've moved again, this time only ten kilometers. It's a much smaller field than the other, but it's nearer the front by those ten kilometers, and the other was really too big for us. Also, I like my quarters much better. I'm billeted it in a little French town near the field. I room with Ed Thomas, our transportation officer, in a delightful room. It's in one of those white plaster houses with tile roofs that sag in between the rafters, an impossible weathercock on the chimney that doesn't work as there's a sparrow's nest in between its legs. The room is on the ground floor, with a window on each side, one where you can watch everything that's going on in the street, and the other looking out on a garden that's all in bloom. It's spotlessly clean, with red tile floor and a huge grandfather's clock ticking solemnly in the corner. The old lady who owns the house is equally delightful, She's a little bit of a dried-up person, at least as old as the hills, with gold-rimmed spectacles, the red cheeks that all these country folk have, and a beard that even Blank might be proud of. At first she regarded me with deep suspicion, but I've now succeeded in winning her over. She thawed a little when she found I talked French, but the thing that won her over completely was her dog. When I first came in, I was greeted with furious barkings and growlings. By a strong mental effort, I succeeded in showing no outward and visible signs of my inward and spiritual doubt, and walked on past him. That night, as I was sitting reading, the old lady appeared, and with her the dog, who solemnly advanced, wagged his tail, and then put his head on my knee to be patted. After that, the old lady and I became fast friends, and now I am Monsieur Quentin, in a privileged person. Among other things, she told me that she had had German officers quartered in her house in 1870, and then again in 1914. Think of it. I got my first real excitement on the front, for I think I got a Bosch. The operations officer is trying for confirmation on it now. I was out on high patrol with the rest of my squadron when we got broken up due to a mistake in formation. I dropped into a turn of a vril. These planes have so little surface that at 5,000 you can't do much with them. When I got straightened out, I couldn't spot my crowd anywhere. So, as I had been only up an hour, I decided to fool around a little before going home, as I was just over the lines. I turned and circled for five minutes or so, and then, suddenly, the way planes do come into focus in the air, I saw three planes in formation. At first I thought they were Bosch, but as they paid no attention to me, I finally decided to chase them, thinking they were part of my crowd. So I started after them full speed. I thought at the time it was a little strange, with the wind blowing the way it was, that they should be going almost straight into Germany, but I had plenty of gas, so I kept on. They had been going absolutely straight, and I was nearly in formation when the leader did a turn, and I saw to my horror that they had white tails with black crosses on them. 
still i was so near by them that i thought i might pull up a little and take a crack at them i had altitude on them and what was more they hadn't seen me so i pulled up put my sights on the end man and let go i saw my tracers going all around him but for some reason he never even turned until all of a sudden his tail came up and he went down in a vril i wanted to follow him but the other two had started around after me so i had to cut and run however i could half watch him looking back and he was still spinning when he hit the clouds three thousand meters below of course he may have just been scared but i think he must have been hit or he would have come out before he struck the clouds three thousand meters is an awfully long spin i had a long chase of it for they followed me all the way back to our side of the lines but our speed was about equal so i got away the trouble is that it was about twenty kilometers inside their lines and i am afraid too far to get confirmation at the moment every one is very much pleased in our squadron for we are getting new planes we have been using newports which have the disadvantage of not being particularly reliable and being inclined to catch fire the victory recounted in this letter was afterward verified by the french and duly credited but the verification was not recorded until after quentin had fallen end of his last letter home the letter written by quentin roosevelt just three days before he was shot down over France.